From the politics section of the Washington Post, in Trump vacuum, Cruz emerges as top target at Iowa Republican debate by Philip Rucker and Sean Sullivan. The first Republican presidential debate without Donald Trump still took on a Trumpian tone at times, with the seven other top candidates here Thursday night voicing anger, talking tough, and vowing to do away with political correctness. But with the defiant GOP frontrunner staging his own counter-program by rallying supporters a few miles away, Trump's absence left a vacuum on the debate stage and fewer fireworks than Republicans had grown accustomed to. From the opening question, it was mostly filled by Senator Ted Cruz, Texas, who has been locked in an intensifying duel with Trump for dominance in Iowa's first-in-the-nation caucuses, only four days away. Cruz began by mocking Trump's reputation for insults. I'm a maniac, and everyone on this stage is stupid, fat, and ugly. And Ben Carson, you're a terrible surgeon. Now that we've gotten the Donald Trump portion out of the way... From there, however, little more was said about Trump, few direct attacks were leveled at him, and the overall atmosphere was notably calmer than in previous debate. That left Cruz as the top target as Senator Marco Rubio, Florida, and other opponents sought to puncture the Texas senator's appeal by trying to depict him as an inauthentic conservative. The truth is, Ted, throughout this campaign, you've been willing to say or do anything in order to get votes, Rubio said. You want to trump Trump on immigration. Rubio and Senator Rand Paul, Kentucky, both attacked Cruz for having once supported an amendment that would have granted legal status, not citizenship, to illegal immigrants, though Cruz maintains that it was a poison pill and that he has always opposed amnesty. He is the king of saying, oh, you're for amnesty. Everybody's for amnesty except for Ted Cruz, Paul said. But it's a falseness, and that's an authenticity problem. Cruz was not the only candidate on the defensive on immigration, however. Rubio also came under fire for his role as one of the gang of eight senators who crafted comprehensive reform legislation in 2013. After giving Rubio a backhanded compliment for being charming and smooth, Cruz hammered him for having aligned with President Obama and Democratic Senate leaders Harry Reid, Nevada, and Charles E. Schumer, New York. The Fox News Channel moderators tried to challenge both Cruz and Rubio by playing archival video footage of the two senators. After showing the Cruz videos, co-moderator Megyn Kelly asked, Was it all an act? It was pretty convincing. In the absence of Trump, Cruz and Rubio had the most to gain or lose in Thursday night's debate. The two are the second and third polling candidates in Iowa, and their strategies are predicated on being the last non-Trump candidate left standing to face off with the mogul in a long, slog primary season. Both men emerged with scars. Rubio appeared to struggle, explaining why he advocated a hardline immigration approach as a Senate candidate, then pursued comprehensive reform that included a path to citizenship for illegal immigrants, then reverted. Rubio said he does not support blanket amnesty and focused on the need to seal the border with Mexico and improve security there. Former Florida Governor Jeb Bush used the exchange to portray Rubio, his one-time protege when Rubio was a Florida state lawmaker, as weak for having reversed positions on immigration. After noting that he supported Rubio's work in the Gang of Eight, Bush said, he cut and run because it wasn't popular among conservatives, I guess.
You shouldn't cut and run, Bush said. You should stick with it. That's exactly what happened. He cut and run, and that's a tragedy. Rubio countered by saying that Bush had reversed his own position on citizenship and legal status in a book he wrote. So did you, Bush snapped back. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie used the back and forth over Senate votes and amendments to show the leadership differences between legislators and executives, and he repeated his call for a governor in the White House. I feel like I need a Washingtonese English dictionary converter, Christie joked. Carson, the retired neurosurgeon who once led the polls but has seen his lead falter among heavy scrutiny of his policy know-how, invoked his medical career as a credential for the White House. I've had more 2 a.m. phone calls than everybody here put together, making life and death decisions. The immigration exchange was one of the few moments of direct confrontation on stage between the candidates. The debate lacked a central focus, with Kelly and her co-moderators Brett Beyer and Chris Wallace asking...